The following is a presentation of the Bellup Sports Media Network. On today's Saturday special, we are going to go into some fantasy football, getting ready for football season. It's coming up very soon. Some of us might even be getting into our fantasy football drafts very soon. So Jeremy and I are going to break down our top five for each position group today on Rising to the Occasion. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rising to the Occasion. We had a little bit of technical technical difficulties, so we had to kind of redo some things, get things reset up, but uh, just computers not one to cooperate with us properly. But we are back. We are live. Another Saturday special. Very excited to bring another one to you to get us ready for college football and NFL. We were just going to focus on just college football, but we figured why not get into a little bit of fantasy football because we're all starting to think about our drafts coming up and who to pick, who to choose, and who to kind of have on our team. Today will also be a kind of a help a little bit because I'll be representing Rising to the Occasion in a belly up fantasy football league. So I want to make sure that we pick the players that actually represent rising to the occasion the whole group here so at least jeremy and i um so uh you know i've got jeremy in the studio today jeremy how you doing i'm doing pretty good i'm up in the morning at 8 48 in the morning got a beautiful beautiful day outside with a nice cup of coffee from all the bros then ready to talk some college football then i'm really really eager for the season to get here i know it's coming up really 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 soon then i'm just really excited just to watch some college football and just get back into it yeah yeah absolutely it's uh it's exciting just knowing that football is right around the corner it's Mm -hmm. the last month that we don't have football so you know once we get into next month football is right at the end so we're not quite a month away but uh kind of very similar feeling there anyways but Uh, As we get closer to it, it's going to be very exciting. And a lot of us are going to want to be able to go to the games. Mm -hmm. And the only way that you can go to the game is by buying tickets. And the best way to do that is by going over to SeatGeek. SeatGeek is an amazing sponsor. But like I say with everything, it's also an amazing service, not a product, but it's an amazing service where you can go and find your tickets. The greatest thing about SeatGeek to me is that you can go on SeatGeek and you can search for the tickets that you want you look exactly at the the section that you want it's very easy to find where you want to sit and see what it's going to look like from that section all of that fun stuff it's very easy to find good deals too because SeatGeek breaks it up they've got color codes they've got green for good deals don't even pay attention to the yellow and the red just look for the green because that's a good deal you want to go over to SeatGeek check them out you can go to the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com and find tickets to any sporting event any concert any kind of event really i've i've not found anything that i can't find on seatgeek so go check it out seatgeek.com or use the seatgeek app and use code r2to that's r2to use that at checkout for 20 dollars off your first purchase at seatgeek it's an amazing sponsor amazing service we are so excited for you to use seatgeek Coming up on college football and NFL season, you're going to need SeatGeek to go to the games. Right now we're in baseball season, so go check out a baseball game. Go to SeatGeek.com, use the SeatGeek app, and get yourself some amazing seats, amazing deals on tickets to get into the game. But Jeremy, 
we're both excited for football to start. Let's get into top five for these position groups. We've got starting off with QBs. I think most of us recognize the QB is going to be the most important role on the field uh, at all times and in, in, in football just in general, but it's also going to be the most important role on your fantasy football team. Definitely. So you've got the guy that is going to be taking every snap. He's going to most of the time be making more points than any other player on your roster. Mm-hmm. So you've got to, you've got to pick the right QB. Right. You have got to choose the QB that is going to be that number one guy that's going to get you points, that's going to hook up with the receivers. And sometimes it's nice to maybe double stack and get a quarterback that's got a wide receiver on your team or even yeah. a quarterback with a, a halfback that they're on the same team. Mm-hmm. Double stack them. And then they're sharing points. Definitely. So if he tosses it at the wide receiver, you get two touchdowns out of that. Exactly. So, you know, that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very important position starting off with the QB. So let's start there. Okay. Uh, let's start off with your top, your your number five. Uh, what's your number five quarterback my number, in fantasy football? My number five quarterback is Geno Smith. Okay, I'm gonna throw. I was surprised because while I was going through all the all the fantasy stuff and just looking at the overall schematics of it, I know with Geno Smith and what he was being able to put out last season was unbelievable for for his reputation. Then being doubted a lot in his career. Then going out with the way that he did, then just keep striving and just knowing that he doesn't care what everyone has physically said about him. He's just going to keep going and just keep striving and being himself and just stick with what he loves to and play in the game of football. And overall, like, Geno Smith was really, 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 really strong with the passing game. And, like, even with his running game, Geno Smith was really, really good at scrambling sometimes out of the pocket. But – that was my that was my number five quarterback at Geno Smith. I like that. I mean, if you would have taken last season out, I would have called you crazy. Yeah. But looking at what he did last season, I don't, I don't, I didn't have him on my top five. Um, but I think my top five is probably a very cliche top five, but it's just a, just a top five that seems to fit. Um, yeah. But Geno Smith is also a guy that put up such good numbers last year. You know he's hungry mm-hmm. and wanting more. So I don't I don't Definitely. disagree with that one bit. I like that pick a lot. Definitely. Uh, and I like I like tossing him into the into the discussion. I think if you're in a league where you're having two quarterbacks, I think Geno Smith is a quarterback to have on Definitely. on your second quarterback. Uh, I know I was in a league. Uh, I, I think I'm still going to be in that league this year uh, over uh, with a buddy of mine, Larry, and yeah. and he's got two quarterbacks in that league. So you have two two quarterbacks playing. And it's it's good to have two great quarterbacks up there, or even just one solid quarterback. You know, it's going to perform every week. And then one of those, like a Geno Smith, that hey, he's going to be under the radar, but slide him in there, and he's going to get you points. Uh, you know, week in week out, he he did phenomenal last year. Definitely. Uh, my number five is Lamar Jackson. Uh, yeah. It was it was tough for me to put him that low, but. For one, he's coming off of injuries. We're going to have to look at what he looks like with injuries. We're going to have to see how his production ends up being this year. But we also have a Lamar Jackson on a team that we're not really sure if he's actually invested. Mm -hmm. So I was really skeptical whether I should put him in my top five. But I'm putting him in my top five because he is a top five fantasy point scorer in quarterbacks when he's playing at his full potential and when he's playing 
at Lamar level. Right. So I think Lamar is definitely, I think he's going to have a bounce back year. I think this is going to be a year. Having o- OBJ on the team now, I think that's a huge addition. I don't know if it's going to be enough to get the Ravens offense really rolling. I think you still need another key receiver. I think OBJ needs to be a number two option. Yeah. I think he's just not, he's not meant to be a number one anymore. Uh, and and you, you see that in LA when he went over with the Rams. Mm-hmm. So I like Lamar Jackson though. I like him going, uh, I like him sticking with the Ravens. I hope he stays there for a long time because he just, he just, it seems like a, he fits as a Ravens quarterback. Uh, he looks really good in that, that black and purple. Yeah. But I like Lamar Jackson as my number five. There you go. I mean, I was, I didn't even have Lamar Jackson in my top five just because like you mentioned yeah. with, with all the stuff that he's going through them with Baltimore, I was, I was kind of skeptical about it, but yeah, I, I didn't have Lamar on, on my top five, but I mean, hey, it, anything's possible in fantasy. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think I, I totally understand people not putting him in their top five. That makes sense because mm-hmm. the point, the reasons that I just gave. Right, you, you don't really know what to expect from yeah, this. Is like this absolutely. is a throw it up in the air kind of year for for Lamar. So literally, it, it is kind of kind of scary to put him on your fantasy team. I think if you're wanting to take the risk, I think it's a fun risk to take. I don't know if it's a good risk to take, but it's a fun one. It's definitely a 50-50 coin flip. Yeah, so I I put him up in my top five. There you go. Let's move up to number four. What do you got for number four? I had Jalen Hurts as my number four quarterback. Putting him low on the list for me. Yeah, I was really – it was kind of hard for me to pick quarterbacks. Like, I'm not saying that just because, like, it is what it is, but – after Jalen Hurts' season last year, making it all the way to the Super Bowl, then unfortunately taking the L to Patrick Mahomes, then you know he's gonna have a back a bounce back season. Then between him, AJ Brown, and uh, Scott in the backfield, I know they're definitely a team that is capable of easily making it back to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, and like yeah, we talked about that too, making our brackets on yeah. just possibilities, and it's hard. I think it's again. I think that was only just because we have last season yeah. instilled on in our brains still. But it doesn't. It do, wouldn't surprise me one no. bit to see Kansas City or the Eagles make it back. So I, I like. I, I think Jalen Hurts has to be in the top five. Definitely. If you didn't include him as one of the top five, I would have probably been mad. At you. <laughs> yeah. But not. Well, at, yeah, putting him there at number four. Even the funny thing is, like, I asked. I think if I remember right, ten people. If you had to pick two teams to see in the Super Bowl this upcoming season, eight out of the ten people told me Philly and Kansas City again. Yeah, yeah, so I like that. I hope we're all right, and, and our bracket that we did earlier in another episode was right. We're really good at predictions, but, I mean, yeah, you can never know. It's going to be a really, really fun season, and we all can't wait for it to get here. Yeah, uh, for my number four, I've got Josh Allen. I was okay. nervous putting Josh Allen. He's another one that I was kind of nervous just because of the Stefan Diggs drama that's been going on. I don't really know what to expect there, what's going on. Right. Um, but I like Josh Allen. I think he's a phenomenal quarterback. He's been great since he came into the league, and he's been a very good fantasy football quarterback. So I want to put Josh Allen up there. Uh, it was tough for me. I was honestly battling between Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers, and I think Aaron really? Rodgers... I, I kind of want to put Aaron Rodgers and slide him in that just because Aaron Rodgers is on, on a stacked Jets team right now. Right. But I kept Aaron jo- Aaron Rodgers out of my top five. I did too. Uh, and so he's not in the top five this year. And I put Josh Allen up there. So I've got Josh Allen there at my number four there spot. There you go. There and you it was go. tough too because if I'm going to put Josh Allen in there, it means that I expect him to be a top five QB. And so I was wanting to maybe even flip him with my number four or even move him up to or my, my four and my three. Right. Maybe move him up to that number three spot. But right. uh, I like him there sitting at number four. That's sitting pretty good. I mean, 
it's definitely after obviously last season. It's been it's been a really fun season for Josh Allen. I mean, I know he had some injury wise. Then even with the rest of the team having some battling injuries, then Stephon Diggs fought some fought some injuries, and he um, not physically fought somebody, but I mean his mouth was definitely always running yeah. for sure. If you if you not try show, not showing up to OTAs, yeah, is kind of a yeah. a bad sign. Yeah, if you if you're gonna get yourself kind of like a a cold shoulder and a bad rep like that, I mean. What other player would you not want to see it from Stephon Diggs? Yeah. He's definitely going to be stirring the pot a little bit easily. Definitely. But going into number three for QBs, I had Josh Allen. Okay. Then I, I was really skeptical between my top three because it was hard to pick because they're all really, really great quarterbacks. Yeah. Then Josh Allen, obviously, like you just mentioned, having the season and just overall, it's definitely going to be a fun year for, for the Buffalo Bills. Then trying to realize what – they can physically do now that Aaron Rodgers is up in that area as well. Then even potentially, hopefully not getting blizzard out in their in their football games. Then being able to actually play, but um, it I have a strong feeling with Josh Allen. He's going to have a really really great season. Then it's if definitely if good. you are the Buffalo Bills, you need to take those heavy snow games and you know even getting blizzard out <laughs> as an advantage. Yeah, that because is true. you're coming to play in Buffalo where. You know what? We might not even be able to play here on this field, and yeah. that's that's how tough we are. Literally. And so, like that that should be that should be something that Buffalo's like. There, we can pound you yeah. in the mouth with that. So, uh, personally, I think that that should be they should take that as an advantage. Definitely, they should use it as an advantage. One but, thing, also, their fans will make snowballs and throw them at the players and yeah. at the refs. If you make a bad call, you better yeah. watch out, ref. Pew. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love it, uh, and yeah. My my dad and I were even talking about this too with all these predictions and and you talk about maybe team predictions or player predictions. How do you make a prediction and criticize another another person's prediction on a player or team that you have not seen yet? Just because you saw Josh Allen and what he did last year, Mm -hmm. he could have a total flop season where he throws three touchdowns and then is injured and out the rest of the season. Or maybe he does so poorly that he throws, you know, 15 straight interceptions without a touchdown and gets sat and doesn't return as a starter. We don't know. We've seen bigger flops. So, you know, you, you never you never know. Uh, what could happen with us with a player the upcoming season? So it's kind of weird when you're talking predictions, predictions. in any in any fashion when it comes to sports, mm-hmm. especially a sport as as drastically changing as football. Because even the rule changes, I think, that are constantly hitting football uh, can really affect players and stuff like that. So Absolutely. yeah, I, I like Josh Allen sitting there at number three. Like I said, I was I was debating whether to put him up at my number three, but instead. I put your man Joe Burr. I put oh. Joe Burrow up there at number number three. I like Joe Burrow up there. Uh, I, I I don't expect Joe Burrow to have a down season at all. I think Joe Burrow is going to have a better season. I think that offensive line started to mesh last year mm-hmm. towards the end of the season. You started to see them work together as a team, yep. uh, and and seeing them work together as a team made me have a lot of hope. And on top of that, adding. Um, Orlando, Orlando Brown, Brown up to the line. Uh, so, you know, you adding huge. him there, I think once he starts to gel, and I think he's the type of player, too, he's still young in the league, that he's going to be able to, to figure out the system much quicker. And, you know, you can't can't teach new, an old dog new tricks. Right. You can teach a new dog all kinds of new tricks. Yeah. And not only that, but Orlando Brown has been – He's he comes from one of the best offensive line schools uh, at, at Oklahoma. And I say that because Coach B, he is – a phenomenal offense, offensive line coach there at Oklahoma. 
and, and that's that's not even me being biased. That's just what I've heard from players and coaches all over the nation. It's the truth. Uh, so offensive linemen want to be coached under Coach B uh, there at, at Oklahoma. And so Orlando Brown coming out of his system and how often they change their blocking schemes and all kinds of stuff and very advanced blocking schemes. Uh, that's who I've got at my number three. There you go. Uh, for uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, so, you know, just looking at the offensive line, that's why I think Joe Burrow should have a much better season. Right. And we don't expect Joe Burrow to drop off anytime soon. No. We're, we're, we're expecting him to be MVP. Yeah, absolutely. So. Then looking at it, going into number two, that is who I had was Joe Burrow. Okay. Then, as you mentioned, adding the piece of Orlando Brown, that's going to be huge. And Joe Mixon just re-signed his deal with the Cincinnati Bengals and I can't remember the exact quote that he said he wants to win a Super Bowl with Cincinnati and I really do want to see a, a Super Bowl come to Cincinnati I know we've we've been close a couple times in the past then obviously there's always that one kryptonite team that we always got to play and I'm pretty sure everyone can kind of figure out who that is um if you, if you got the chance well, to see it in person. And, and in recent years, that hasn't even been the kryptonite team. It was really just last year. Yeah. Like, that's what's crazy is, like, it, it, it's just amazing to see these two franchises battle it out because that has been the AFC. Literally. Uh, recent In recent years, you know, especially, I guess, really in the last two years, two or three years, since Joe Burrow's been the starting quarterback for Cincinnati, that has been the two teams in the AFC. Uh, and, and it's fun. It's fun to see a rivalry come out of it. And I think as long as Joe Burrow has Jamar Chase, he has T. T. Higgins, uh, which as far as I hear, T. Higgins is still sticking around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and still Tyler Boyd, I believe, right? Yep. So, I mean, he's he's got a stacked. And then uh, who do they have at tight end now? Um, um, they just added oh, I'm a drone of old boy from Cow- from Cowboys, Cowboys right? Yeah. Um, uh, red hair. Oh, man. Oh, that's gonna drive me nuts. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the, the fact the, you know the fact that they've got all these pieces, as long as he's got pieces like that, and they even had uh, I'm drawing a, drawing a blank on who the guy was too, a, a short, squirrely white guy that that was just running all over the field in the playoffs. That just holy cow, that guy come, came comes out of nowhere. I don't even know where he came from. Nothing, uh, and and so just the fact that that they have pieces, and not only that, but they also apparently have pieces that are hiding Mm -hmm. uh and so you know you've got their their big name guys that you know are going to work but joe burrow i think he's he's going to be a phenomenal choice i think i think he's i think he's going to do great yeah that's that's the guy i was thinking of that was kind of all over the place yep um so and then who was the tight end um i wasn't able to find the tight end but okay um, yeah so i know regardless i'm sure cincinnati's a good enough team where they're going to get a good tight end whoever it it has to be they're going to fill that position absolutely And, and ultimately that position just has to be somebody to step in and, and be an extra in the middle route, absolutely uh, route kind of catcher, you know, just have solid hands. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's one, gonna be one of our big key things here. Just like you just said, just have those little itty bitty plays to where you don't need a twenty or thirty yard bomb or even going deeper. Like you just need three, five, just little itty bitty yards inside inside the area. But I mean, it's gonna be huge and a big key factor for Cincinnati. Then. Another big key factor, of course, obviously everyone's staying healthy like it is for everybody. Then just being able to stay positive and just keep everyone motivated and not be down. Then obviously no one's going to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes. That's when obviously veterans, older players just got to come up to those young guys and just say, hey, good job, keep your head up, let's keep going, next series, next drive, let's just go. Don't even worry about it, just just throw it away. There's always a next series. Then next thing you know, you could always make it better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's going to be really crucial. I think you know, 
I, I, I really think that Joe Burrow will be just fine. But mm-hmm. for my number two, I had Jalen Hurts up at number two. I think because of the reasons you gave, I think because you see where they were last season, how great of a season they had, how good he was. And even in that Super Bowl, he was the best player in that Super Bowl. And that's what's crazy to me is that you can have a quarterback that performs that well. And just because of the one fumble, everyone wanted to criticize him. But even Chiefs players, I think I heard Travis Kelsey mention something about like people were criticizing Jalen Hurts, but he was the best player on that field. Yeah. On both sides on of the both ball. On both sides of the ball, yeah. So, I mean, it was, he had a phenomenal game. Just because of one play, that wasn't his fault that 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 they lost the game. Uh, ultimately, it comes down to the defense. You can't you can't uh, as as much as it sucks, and as much as I didn't like the call uh, there, I think it was a defensive holding there towards the end of the game. As much as I didn't like that, because you watch how that game was physical the entire game, and worse things weren't called. Yes, I don't like that, especially being in the position it was. Mm-hmm. You you got to be smarter than that in those those key those key moments, and and not not let penalties. I think penalties really killed the Eagles. So Jalen Hurts, amazing quarterback. I think, uh, and and we've talked about this a lot about Jalen Hurts is that. He is going to be that kind of guy that is every year is going to prove you wrong. Uh, he comes out in his freshman year, had a really good freshman year at, at, at Alabama, um, but still improved because people were saying he can't throw the ball. He improved in throwing the ball. Uh, and then even whenever he gets sat at Alabama, everyone was still saying, well, he just isn't the leader that we thought he was. And what did he do? He sat on the bench and still was the best damn leader that Alabama could have asked for. Exactly. Uh, and then even moving on from then, uh, Jalen Hurts will never play another snap because Tua Tagovailoa takes over for him and all of this. Uh, you know, he's he's not going to be able to be a good quarterback. He transfers to Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, but he's, he's just going to be a good Oklahoma quarterback, whatever. Uh, and he comes in the best season that he's ever had Guns by blazing. far uh, and comes up, almost wins the Heisman if it wasn't for Joe Burrow. Uh, and and so you know, just seeing how well he performed there. Yeah, he had a great one, but he was just in the Big Twelve, yeah. and he isn't really drafted too high because he's just a Big Twelve yeah, quarterback. The Big 12 they they don't have defense. Yeah. But then he shows up and as a rookie and has a pretty good rookie season. Everybody says yeah, but he still can't throw good. He comes out and throws better in his second year, uh, and then I think I think last year was his third year, right? Yep. And so third he year progressed. makes it to the Super Bowl. He's just constantly improving on everything. All the critics want to throw at him, he's going to improve every season, whatever it is that you want to pick out at him. Mm-hmm. So I think Jalen Hurts is going to have the best season so far. I think he's going to be an MVP candidate again, uh, and and I think I think he's going to be one of those guys that you're going to have to keep your eyes on in fantasy football too. I think he's he's always going to be a phenomenal quarterback. Absolutely. I mean, what more can you really say about Jalen Hurts? You can say all the criticism you want, but he's just going to feed off of that criticism, just make himself a better player. And all, all the haters out there say Jalen Hurts isn't truly the one. He's really proving you wrong, honestly. Yeah, so yeah. Keep a lot saying, of keep saying a lot what of, you want. A lot of franchises passed up on him. 30, yeah, 31, thirty-one, if my math is correct. So, uh, you know, thirty-one, and some of them passed up on him several times. Yeah. So, you know, I just, I, I think there's a lot of franchises that are kicking themselves, thinking, man, absolutely, that is the guy. And and you ask his teammates, what do his teammates say? AJ Brown said, "Cut Take my salary." Yeah. Cut my salary a little bit so we, so we can make sure this guy stays around. Absolutely. I want to play with this guy. This guy's going to win me a Super Bowl. Definitely. And I, I have faith in Jalen Hurts. I, I think uh, I, I, I was really excited to get him at Oklahoma. Uh, but then 
I didn't expect him to perform the way he did. The the fact that he did was just it shows you what kind of guy he is. Uh, and, and seeing him at Oklahoma made me realize how much more of a leader he is. And you can thank Nick Saban for that. Uh, and yeah. I think Nick Saban really instilled a lot of that. I, I guess you can think of his, think his father for that first and foremost. <laughs> his father's a, a very good leader, very good uh, a role model for him. That's true. Uh, a, a, a phenomenal guy from, from the sounds of it. Um, but then him and Nick Saban really, really clicked and everything Absolutely. too. But let's move on to number one. What's your number one fantasy football quarterback? The number one quarterback for mine. I think like we I have said, the same one. It's the kryptonite. P-Money, Patrick yep. Mahomes. Yep, we've both got Pat Mahomes up there at number one. Mm-hmm. I wanted to put Jalen Hurts up at number one because if I'm being honest, I think Jalen Hurts can get more fantasy football points. But I, I think when you're being realistic with it, there's never going to be a week where Pat Mahomes doesn't put up high numbers. High numbers. So I think I think Jalen Hurts might be able to rack up more overall fantasy points throughout the season. But mm-hmm. from week to week, you're going to have more consistent numbers from Pat Mahomes. Absolutely. Then, whether it's his numbers or just his unbelievable football IQ and abilities, you always hear Mahomes magic. He's always pulling something out of the hat. Then I mean, if it's just no look passes, sidewinders, or just just shots you never would have thought you'd be, a person even make, and he makes it seem like it's like it's nothing. Yeah. Like if I were if I had the talent to do that, I don't know what the heck would be going on. But like overall, Patrick Mahomes has been an unbelievable quarterback since he's been in the league then of course the chemistry with him travis kelsey and really almost everybody on the kansas city roster is second to none honestly in my opinion their fan base even is truly unbelievable but arrowhead you and i both have been to arrowhead stadium you've been for the playoff championship game yeah then i've been at during the regular season then arrowhead out of all the nfl stadiums i've been to arrowhead is by far the loudest stadium I've ever been yeah, into. I, I will say that if you have never been to Arrowhead Stadium, I think going to Arrowhead Stadium is a must-do. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a must-visit stadium. If you go during the regular season, it's going to be a phenomenal experience. Go there early, very early. It's like as early as you can and tailgate because the fans there are amazing. So fun. Uh, they're, they're fun. They're they're. They'll they'll chipper and and they'll they'll tease you mm-hmm. if you're wearing the uh, the uh, an opposing team's uh, colors and everything. But they're lot. still very polite. They're very they're very fun, mm-hmm. uh, and and they're not chippering at you to to start fights or anything. And no. that's that's something different. If you go to Vegas, on the other hand, hmm. just maybe Be drive careful. a rental <laughs> drive a rental car and get insurance <laughs> on it. Um, but but Be as far as Arrowhead, if you can go to Arrowhead for a playoff game. I, I went there for the AFC Championship game just knowing that this is going to be a, a once-in-a-lifetime type of experience uh, and being able to see two of my favorite teams battle it out. But Thanks for the invite. Yeah, but I, I highly recommend going there for a high-stakes playoff game. If you can yes. go there for a championship game, that's going to be even better because I don't think that place is going to rock the way that it did in an AFC championship game when it comes down to a field goal win against the Cincinnati Bengals mm-hmm. of all teams. So Arrowhead Stadium, the number one stadium, I think, in all sports to visit. I, I, I can't think of any that I would put higher. Uh, I think there's a lot of really cool stadiums that I oh, would yeah. love to visit. Absolutely. But out of all sports, uh, all major sports, I, I think I'm putting Arrowhead up there at number one just because Definitely. of the, the, the environment 
and yeah, the the overall atmosphere there is just insane. Yeah. Loudest stadium I've ever been to, and I've been to skillet concerts up, yeah. up front row. We both have. <laughs> so so I mean, I my ears were not bleeding as much as they were when I went At to skillet, uh, which is which is crazy. Uh, so, uh, you know, or, or, uh, compared to skillet, they were, they were bleeding more, yeah. uh, at, at, uh, the airhead stadium, just phenomenal atmosphere. Let's jump on to halfbacks though. Uh, you had to sit there and, uh, double think about halfbacks, but we, we figured it out. Uh, I'll start us off on halfbacks. I'm going to start off on my number five. This was really hard. It was because I was looking at the top, like 15 halfbacks this year. And I could even look at maybe the top 20 and think, man, this is a really good year for running backs. Definitely. And there's even some some rookies that I really wanted to throw in my top five, but I'm just not going to because I, I don't know what they're going to do. They're a rookie. This is a new league. Bijan Robinson was one that I really oh, wanted man. to throw into that top five. Me too. <laughs> he is a Derrick Henry-like quarterback or running back. Easily. Uh, just when comparing him in college, going into the league, I don't know what to expect from him. Uh, and I don't like comparing him to Derrick Henry just because I feel like Derrick Henry's a one-of-a-kind kind of monster. And I don't think Bijan Robinson's the same size. Uh, I'm not sure how tall he is. but so, so don't take offense to that. I just mean when you look at them in, in college, they're both very unstoppable. That's the only thing I mean by that. Um, but I, I really wanted to throw Bijan in there because he's going to Atlanta. I think he's going to have a lot of touches. I think he's going to have a lot of fantasy points. Definitely. And so if you're, if you're looking for a sleeper running back to, to take... I think he's your top five sleeper running backs, but I'm not going to put him in my top five because I don't know what. So with that said, uh, I'm going to put Saquon Barkley at number five. Okay. That was so hard for me to put him that low because he had a phenomenal year. It looked like Saquon's back. Yeah. Saquon is back. And the I'm going to say that. Back. I'm going to say that right to the camera. I guess you can even switch it to my camera if you want so I can say it directly into it. Saquon is back. Uh I don't know how to how else to prove that other than to look back at last season. Phenomenal season. Great great running back. I'm, I'm really happy to see him back. I'm really happy to see him battle back through all the injuries and everything. So I, I think Saquon, he's my top five. I'm going to put him at number five, and it sucks to put him that low, but he's down there. So uh, I'll put him up there at top five. Top five still, like, I would draft you level. Definitely. So... Saquon Barkley, who's your number five? I actually had Saquon Barkley okay. as well. It was it was really really hard just because, like you said, Saquon Barkley's back and he's gonna be coming out guns blazing. Obviously, everyone's seen hype videos on. How many more times can we say it? Saquon's, Saquon's back. back. Saquon's back. Guys. Literally, we should have a number counter for how many times you say <laughs> Saquon's back. But um, everyone's seen him lift in the gym. That man is a freak in the gym. Like. If I were to if I were to see him in the gym and see him lifting, I would honestly just walk out. Only I, man with stronger legs, legs, I think, would be Jalen Hurts. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And like everyone's seen that video too, and you compare those two, like man, if could you imagine a liftoff? No, could you imagine if the Philadelphia Eagles could work out a trade to get Saquon Barkley over oh with Jalen Hurts and running the tush push? Oh man! I mean, that QB that sneak would be scary. Lethal. You you want you want to try to make it illegal the way that the the Eagles were doing it last year? Put Saquon Barkley back there to help push Jalen Hurts a little more. Man, that is going to be more unstoppable than that would literally Batman be like, and Superman. Oh man, that would literally be like a semi truck just driving right down the middle of the field. Man, like that would be absolutely nuts. But yeah, I'll say it one more time: Saquon's back. Saquon's back. He's gonna have a have a great year. Just gotta stay healthy. Like I know he's obviously had some injury history in the past. I mean, everyone's gonna be injured, but 
it, you got to stay healthy, have a great year, then just stay positive, then don't do anything stupid. Like, don't don't draw a little tent, like personal fouls or yeah. celebration chance or whatever. But And what's, what's amazing with Saquon, too, and I've heard this from, like, different celebrities and, uh, you know, people who aren't even in, in the realm of football, um, but then also his teammates and stuff will even stand up for him, even back at Penn State, and how great of a leader he is. Mm-hmm. But he's also just a very quiet, very polite guy. Absolutely. And he's also richer than you, you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also what I've heard. So, uh, and, and I think he's the type, like from, from the way that I've seen him, he's like the kind that is richer than you think because I don't think he realizes how rich he is. Um, and I, I've heard that from different celebrities and, and interviews and stuff like that. So, But Saquon, very polite person. That's and nice so like that's, that's the great thing because when you've got those kind of personalities in football, that just means that you're not going to have to, as, as far when it comes to fantasy and being his fantasy owner, you don't have to worry about him getting some sort of fines or bans that are, that are going to keep him out of the, out of playing or anything like that. So that's usually a good sign. Well, then it's going to make you draw more of a fan base, too. We also thought that of Miles Garrett, and we saw oh. what he did to Mason Rudolph. So um, <laughs> RIP Mason Rudolph's face. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think Saquon's a, a great number five. Definitely. Um, let's move up to number four. This was another tough one. I, again, I think this whole list was really hard. I don't know who to put above who, but I'm going to put Jonathan Taylor up there at number four. Okay. Jonathan Taylor, phenomenal phenomenal running back. As long as he can stay healthy, I think he's going to be another one that you're going to see go off. He's he's He showed himself the last couple of seasons. He's showed what he can do. And I think just the fact that you have no other option it kind of makes Literally. it easy because who's going to be their quarterback this year? Is it going to be Gardner, Gardner Minshew? Minshew? So I, I, I just, I, I'm going to put, I'm going to put Jonathan Taylor up there because you're going to have to give him the ball and you're not going to be able to stop him. Okay. That's pretty interesting. I didn't even have my top five, but like you said, it's so hard to it pick is. a top five. It, and I'm sure I'm going to like your top five just fine too. Yeah. But I mean, who's your number four? My number four I have is Dalvin Cook. Okay. Then... But we don't know where he's at. Yeah, the the question mark Dalvin Cook. Yeah, the question mark Dalvin. I like it, but as far as need to know where he's going to go. Yeah, as far as top five fantasy, I mean, right now he's at the bottom of the list. with a free agent sitting off. So I'm staying positive Dalvin Cook, though. I mean, I I think somebody's got to pick him up, right? I'm surprised no one has yet. Whether he goes to the Jets or the the Dolphins, those are the top two that I've heard. Uh, I like the possibility of him going to the Patriots. I don't know if I've heard that rumor yet. But I would love him to go to the Patriots. That would be interesting. Because you add him in the backfield, I think him and Ramondre Stevenson could be a really dangerous pair. That could be lethal. So I, I would I would love to see him go over there. Yeah. Maybe the Bengals could sneak in and pick him up. I don't know if he'll he'll accept a little less money to be on a Super Bowl caliber caliber team. I mean, hey, anything's possible. I mean maybe they could maybe they could get rid of Joe Mixon and swap him out with, with Dalvin Cook. We just got rid of Samaji Pierre. I'd rather keep Joe, but I mean I'd have but, another, I mean, another Joe, possibility. Joe's just Joe's just trouble yeah so i mean i feel like personally see ya i mean trust me i mean i i want to see joe mixon succeed i'm an oklahoma fan i love joe mixon and they just resigned him too what yeah what he did yeah i know that that really shocks me yeah Uh, i i probably would have just let him go because he's getting himself in a lot of trouble in my opinion i would on the opposite i would have got rid of joe mixon and kept samaji p right yeah i would have offered samaji more money Mm -hmm. and See you, Joe. It seemed like later in the season he stepped up a lot more than Joe Mixon. Like Samaje was completely running through the ball. Then he he's just, a great pass blocker. Absolutely. Then when like, it, when it comes to the, the last line of defense, I think you got to go with him. But like, yeah, I, but I, I like your pick there. Um, 
you know, wherever Dalvin ends up, I feel like he's got to be there. So Absolutely. as long as he gets to a team by preseason, yeah. uh, if he's if he's not on a team by the time you're drafting, I wouldn't take my chances on him. But is keep your eyes out because once he's drafted, boom! I'm releasing and picking him up right, right there like that. Exactly. Got to be the first one in your in your league to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the the belly up league is going to be tricky because we're going to have co owners and everything. Uh, we'll have to add you on as a co owner, make sure you're you're on there and everything. Yeah. But uh, that way, but you, if you've got co owners, you're going to have two, two. you know, du- like double the, the amount of people that are in there keeping their eyes on stuff like that. So if, if you're in a league like that, man, you're going to have to you act really quick. fast, yeah. especially for a guy like Dalvin Cook. If he gets added to the Dolphins, ew, like man. Said, Again, yeah, I think I think the Patriots could be a really dangerous spot for him. Uh, that's, just, that's just me. But let's move up the list. Number three, uh, I really wanted to put him at number one. But it's Nick Chubb. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Nick Chubb at number three. Nick Chubb is an amazing running back. Always will be. He's another really powerful runner. Very fast. He's he's getting faster every year. Definitely. It, it amazes me how fast he's getting, and I, I I'm he scares me. Yeah. So I mean, and again, who are you gonna have at your running back? Old rusty old Deshaun Watson. If if he's if I'm he's good. not in, you got Jacoby Brissett, who's. Honestly, I'd rather him than Deshaun Watson. Definitely. I'd rather get Deshaun Watson out of the league. Uh, no respect for him. Even if he has the greatest numbers that we've ever seen out of any any quarterback ever, I will give him him the respect as a as a player and the stats that he put up. I will never have respect for him as a person, though. So mm-hmm. uh, Nick Chubb, though. I love, love Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb is a must-have on your fantasy team. Definitely. I mean... The funny thing is, you and I had the same pick again. Oh yeah, I number had Nick three. Chubb as well for, for okay. number three. Okay, I like it. Then, um, and oh. and just for a, d- a disclaimer, we did not share our lists at no. all. We we wanted to keep this completely separate, yeah. uh, and more or less just to get each other's honest opinions. Yeah. Because, like I said, I'll be representing us in the in the draft. Uh, I'm sure I'll be kind of keeping in contact with him while doing it. Uh, make sure to tune in for that too. Uh, I'll have dates and everything for everybody. Um, whenever we figure it out exactly, but I think August 27th is when we're going to do our draft. Uh, if I remember right, that's, that's, that should be a Sunday. So if it's, if August 27th is on a Sunday, that's, that's when our draft is. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be really fun. We're, we're going to do that. It's going to be on the belly up fantasy live. So you'll be able to see that on the belly up YouTube page. We're going to do a live draft and everything with a bunch of the guys that are going to be in the, the belly up fantasy football league. Uh, and we're going to have weekly content to kind of bring to you guys over that. We'll have some content here that we'll break up for ourselves. We're going to maybe have the guys that we're going to be going against the next week on with us and stuff like that, talking about what what we're going to be, uh, what our strategies are going to be, and maybe kind of keep it keep it quiet and close to the to the close best. To, yeah. But it's going to be a lot of fun. So fantasy football. But anyways, let's move on. Uh, so we had uh, we just had number three. had the same so, number three. Yep. Uh, at Nick Chubb, phenomenal pick too uh, I, I like that a lot uh, and he, like i said he, if he's if he's available for a running back i'm picking him up regardless i feel like if you're in the top five that's that's the kind of running back that i need you on my team mm-hmm. uh number two i had cmc christian, christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. another really tough one the only reason why i didn't bump him up to my number one is because every time that i picked christian mccaffrey really high he gets injured really fast, mm-hmm. and my goodness, that does that kill me? It does. Last season, I had him on, 
And man, was I glad that he went over to San Fran because ever since he went to San Fran, I have a lot of faith in him now. I think he's a new Christian McCaffrey. I think he's new and improved. And I think he's built different now. I think he's going to be uh, a lot tougher now. So CMC, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to putting him up at number one. I don't really know if I trust my number one. So uh, before we get to my number one, who do you have for number two? I, I was skeptical between your number two and my number two, but I'm glad we didn't get another person. I actually had Isaiah Pachanko at okay. number two. Yeah, I like that. Man, Isaiah that's that's a very high position for yeah. him. But again, it's it's one of those those years. I think you could look at the top 20 uh, running backs, and it's really tough to pick between them. Which one do I really want? Yeah. Because when uh, the reason why I say that, I think there's some in the top 20 that probably aren't going to have a good year. But there's some, like Bijan Robinson, for, for, for example, that could just go off. Absolutely. And they could just be a game changer. So, yeah, I like that. I like uh, I like throwing them in there. Isaiah Pachango with the Chiefs, like, he's definitely a sleeper. Like, yeah. like as you just mentioned, like, you could have the absolute best season of your life or it can be completely mediocre. But They've, they've compared him. And, man, because he's number 10, right? Yep. And that's what makes it so hard because he's got the same build as Tyreek Tyree. Hill, and he's fast. He's squirrely. He's not. I don't think he's as fast as Tyreek Hill. He's pretty close. But he's a Tyreek type of player in the in the sense that you can game plan with him the same same way because you just get him out in the open field. That's what makes him so dangerous. Throw him on that swing. Throw him on the swing route, and and man, does he just go off? Mm-hmm. Because you get him out one on one with a linebacker, good luck. Yeah. It's off to <laughs> he the might races. Might as well just move. <laughs> Peace. Mm-hmm. You know, like might as well make that make that your thing. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, just double check with Tyreek Hill, maybe. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, Isaiah, if you're watching this, approval. check with check with Tyreek, see if he's cool with you throwing up the piece if you're running by, past a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, I, I like that pick. That's a, that's the a surprising pick. Yeah. But no, I, I I like it, and I'm glad you threw that in there because that'll be on my brain now whenever yeah. i'm thinking of, of different he's definitely a he's definitely a great number two definitely um but I, I i like i like putting him in there because he's on the chiefs how can you count any player on the chiefs out because yeah. isaiah pacheco he was what 10th round thir- yeah he was a 10th round pick so i mean like just when i was making this i completely was like when i was scrolling through i was looking i'm like why is this like because i had to go back like i looked at almost every individual player and i could seventh, probably fr- seventh round right I think that's right. Either seventh or tenth. I want because I'm trying to think. I don't even know if there's ten ten rounds in the NFL yeah. draft. No, I'm I trying, think you are right. I'm yeah, trying think to think seven. in my brain, but but. Uh, but yeah, I'm just drawing a blank. But I think seventh round. Regardless, he dropped way way low. Yeah. So the Chiefs basically picked him up when nobody wanted him. Nobody even thought about putting him on the board. And look at and they, him now. They picked him up. That was a total Bill Belichick move. Mm-hmm. Pick up a guy that that's running the cashiers at Walmart and throw him on the, throw him on the team paying him $500,000 a year and getting, you know, 15 million dollars a year worth of of production from him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really like like picking up Isaiah Pacheco in in the in the mix of things. I, I it's gutsy putting him in there and I'm sure we'll have some comments uh you know kind of kind of regarding that, but mm-hmm. I I, but hey, I don't I don't hate it at all. No, I, I don't I like either. It. No. We're obviously open to you guys' comments, and we want to hear from you guys. Who you think you guys' top fives would be in each of our categories that we're doing? Obviously, drop in the comments or drop a, drop a line at any of our social medias. That's, and that's something I forgot to mention too. We're, we're we're trying to put that in there. Comment of the day is we want you to hit us up and, and comment of the day. Comment your top five in any position group, or even if you just want to put your number one for each position group. Uh, we want we it. want to see your comments in this in the section in the comment section just because comments are the best way 
for us to kind of engage with you. And it's also the best way uh, to kind of help us grow on the algorithms and stuff like that. So drop that in the comments, uh, your top five in any position group, or just give us your number one in yeah. each position group. However you want to split it up. Uh, just give us, give us a, give us your, your top fantasy picks or, um, if you want roast Jeremy on picking Isaiah Pacheco at a number two spot, not just top five, but number two. But I, 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 like I said, I like it. Mm-hmm. My number one was was one that I had a hard time putting him there because he just didn't seem to put the production together last year. But I just have a feeling like they're gonna do something this year, and it's Derrick Henry. I feel wow. like it's 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 hard to count King Henry out. He's an unstoppable back. There's been a lot of talks about him leaving the Titans and going somewhere else, but it doesn't really seem to be the case. Right. I think Derrick Henry is a must-have on your team. I, I regret putting him there at my number one just because I think there's other guys like CMC that you can really, or Nick Chubb that you know are going to put the production in. You mm-hmm. know that they're on a team. I think the fact that there's still kind of this question whether he's going to be on the Titans or not, that makes it a little skeptical for me to put him at my number one running back. Mm-hmm. But I think just the fact that you know who Derrick Henry is and what he's capable of, I think that's why I put him up up at number one. That's interesting. You look at King Henry, obviously mowing over people left and right, then giving him the stiff arm that'll send you a country mile five yards back. Then Derrick Henry, don't get me wrong, he's an he's an unbelievable guy. Uh, he's definitely capable of putting up amazing numbers like he usually does each game. Then it's definitely going to be fun. But for my number one pick, I had CMC. CMC, okay. I'm, I'm CMC. glad you put put him in there because I wasn't thinking you didn't have him in there yeah. at all yet. But that that's truthfully who my number one should be. Uh, it's just I'm thinking, man, like you give Derrick Henry the ball, and who's stopping him? The only downside to it, and and here's here's I guess the argument against it, and I'm sure I'll, I would hear this from a lot of a lot of people at Belly Up and stuff too that are that are watching or hear my top fives, is that the league is starting to catch on to Derrick Henry and how to stop him, mm-hmm. and I think we're starting to see that. So right. that's the only reason why I have a hard time keeping Derrick Henry up there at number one. I think yeah. maybe he deserves to be bumped down to number three, and then maybe put CMC, Nick Chubb, and then Derrick Henry maybe right. in my top five. I mean, so if I have to reposition, if you, if you guys allow it, that's how I'll put my number my my top five. But I still like Derrick Henry a lot. I think when we know the potential, he's in the top five. Definitely. Like like you mentioned, obviously they're they're really finding ways to stop Derrick Henry. I mean, look at the Cincinnati Tennessee game. Like Cincinnati found really really fast how to stop Derrick Henry, and that was just relying on their throwing game. And I mean, that was another really big key reason why Cincinnati won it. But I mean, well, we're gonna have to fly through wide receiver, tight ends, and defense and kickers. We we forgot to throw in the kickers until this morning, so we've got kickers as well. Okay. We want to get through all of these position groups, so we're gonna fly through them. But before we got to fly over to an amazing sponsor of ours, and that is Big Frig, Big Frig tumblers and and coolers, uh, amazing products. The best products on the market when it comes to coolers or tumblers. Yeah, we're both rocking our rising to the occasion specialty coolers. Um, if you want to put it on my camera real quick, I'll see if we can get get that in the shot a little bit. Um, but really cool design that they put on there for us. I mean, I've, I guess the design is ours, but it was a really good product that they put out. Not only is it a really nice tumbler, but it's also just really good the way. They, I mean, that it was 
much cleaner than I would expect. Mm -hmm. And so very happy with the way that these tumblers turned out. Uh, we're very happy with the coolers that they sent us. Um, they are an amazing sponsor for everything that they did, they've done for us. But we're really excited to work with them because we think about college football and NFL uh, and tailgating season coming up. What do you need when you're when you're you're thinking about tailgating? You need something to keep the, the drinks cold, uh, and you need something to keep them cold whenever you're drinking them. So let's throw them in the cooler. The Big Frig coolers, amazing. The Badlands coolers are my favorite coolers. We've got the Desert Camo that they gave us, absolutely phenomenal. It, it was it's a really cool design. Looks cool. It's rugged. It might be the r most rugged cooler I've ever held. Um, the latches on them are very cool. You can see that in in uh, our review that we put out for them. Uh, amazing coolers. Not only that, they've got some amazing accessories that go along with it. They've got the cutting board that goes in the middle. Very nice for whenever you're wanting to slice up whatever meat you're going to be throwing on the grill. Maybe you're going to slice up some, some veggies, whatever the case may be. They've also got a basket, which is great for keeping some of the, the stuff. Maybe you've got wrapped in paper like your meat, your, your steak, or your hamburgers or whatever. You got it wrapped up in that paper want to keep it out of the ice so it doesn't get all soggy and start to ruin your meat or something. That basket sits right on top and keeps it out of the water a great design great for whatever you you need to use it for whether you're going camping tailgating or just bringing it on the road whatever the case may be big frig is the place to go to you can go to bigfrig.com that's b-i-g-f-r-i-g.com and use code rising220 that's r-i-s-i-n-g-t-o-2-0 and get yourself 20 percent off that is a steal that is an amazing deal to get what's already a great price on all of their products and get 20% off. We are giving you guys a deal of a lifetime. So go check them out, bigfrig.com and use code rising220 for 20% off. Huge thanks to Big Frig for being a sponsor of the show and for helping us out there and also for giving us an amazing, uh, an amazing uh, uh, tailgate, tailgating yeah. uh, tools and stuff to use there. So very excited. We're going to have to find, uh, I was talking to my dad about this. We're going to have to find a tailgating uh, grill to sponsor us, some yeah, sort of grill. True. So that way we can show that off on the Definitely. tailgate tour and stuff. But let's kind of go through these, maybe not talk about them quite as much as we have. I think the halfback quarterback are very important. So I feel like they're worth talking about. I think tight, tight ends and wide receivers are those sleeper positions. So mm -hmm. those are those positions that people don't think about being as, as important as they truly are. So top five wide receivers. Let's start off with number five. Who do you have at your number five? I had Justin Jefferson at number five. Really? Yeah. You dropped him that I dropped low. him to number five. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I like that. I like putting him in the top five. I don't know if I like putting him that low. Um, but I also don't disagree with it because if you think about Justin Jefferson, he had such a great year last year. People are going to be catching on to him. He's going to be the number one position, too. Uh, so you, you know that he's going to catch more double teams. But are you going to be able to stop him? That's my That's thing. That's the big thing. So, still, still top five worthy. I agree with you there. Easily, definitely. But I mean, looking at it, the rest it was really hard. Like you said, wideouts, tight yeah. ends. These and are really, really there's easy. so many wideouts too, Absolutely. because you, you've you've got number two positions that I still want on my fantasy team. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but looking at my, Josh, who'd you have for number? My five? number five was C D Lamb. It was hard for me to put him that low too, because C D is a powerhouse. He he yeah he's just so slippery and his hands are so sticky and and so it, it he's a very hard wide receiver i knew that he was going to be good in the league i did not know he was going to be as good That's as good. he has yeah. he has he has shown up big time uh, and so cd lamb's my number five who go. do you got a number four i had 
Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase four. down at number four. It, okay, it kind I, kind of, hurt I being, kind of expected you to put him up at like number one or something. I, so I was tempted, but yeah. I mean, there's still some really, really good wideouts in the league. But Jamar Chase, obviously, he's going to be Joe Burr's number one option. That uh, it's going to be it's going to be a fun year, like I've said before. But Josh, who did you have at number four? AJ Brown. Okay. When you've got Jalen Hurts tossing the ball up to you, and you are as good as AJ Brown and as big as AJ Brown, I don't really know his size. But, like, his size kind of remind, reminds me of Megatron. Um, I don't think he's as good, and I don't, I don't think he'll ever put up the stats that Megatron could. But just the size, when I compare him to, to the DBs that are, that are guarding him, the size kind of reminds me of it. And I don't really know the size comparison there. Um, but he's just so big. I think A.J. Brown's got to be my top five. I'm putting him there at number four. He's 6'1", 227. Is he really? Yeah, I just like that. Man. Because I thought, I mean, I, I know DK Metcalf is maybe me- Megatron size, but uh, yeah, man, I feel like AJ Brown was so much bigger than that. Yeah, he I know. plays big. Oh yeah, he, he plays. Play, huge. He plays like he's six, six eight. Yeah, he, at least six six at the middle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I mean, uh, that that surprises me to hear yeah. that he's six one. Yeah, but yeah, I, I like him a lot. And then of course, you know, you've got because he's a number two position. That's why I put him up there in my top. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I think De- De- Deontay Smith is going to be your number one for for the Eagles. But I don't have Deontay Smith in my top five. Me neither. Just because I think because people are going to be watching Deontay Smith, A.J. Brown's that guy to go to. But who's your, uh, I guess you're number four, right? No, we're at number, number three. Number three, okay. Yeah. I couldn't I, remember who went first this time. I, so yeah. number number three. I had A.J. Brown as well. Okay. Um, that was that was really hard. Like you just mentioned, he's not going to be your number one option, but still at the end of the day, you always got AJ Brown on the other side and he's definitely going to be, he's definitely going to be open. He plays big dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's just the scary thing with AJ Brown. Absolutely. That's the same thing with CD lamb. CD lamb's not that big. And he was criticized for being so small. And what did he do in his, I think it was from his sophomore to junior year. Mm-hmm. Dude came out and he was jacked. jacked. Uh, I mean, his senior year was just Man, like that dude is is thick. Ew. If you see him in person, uh, I've been I've been up close to CD Lamb and shook his hand, and my gosh, he surprised me with how big he was because he looks big when you see him on on TV, mm-hmm. and like, but man, you see him and you see him live. He plays big. Same thing with AJ Brown. I, I haven't seen AJ Brown on, uh, live, but he just plays so big, and they're right. they're very comparable yeah. uh, when when you talk about those two. Yeah. But I'm gonna jump up. My number three was Tyreek Hill. Uh, we're assuming that he's not getting any kind of suspensions. I don't think he will. I don't think there's any kind of trouble that's coming his way. I think, if anything, he might be finding finding some sort of fines. But it also kind of seems like maybe maybe he was going to get off scotch-free with everything. Uh, I don't know what... Because what, it didn't sound like any charges were being pressed. So I'm putting Tyreek Hill up at number three. It's hard to put a guy with that speed down any lower. Definitely. Then I... I'm gonna I'm gonna be really surprised. I actually didn't have him in my top five. Okay. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't think a lot of people will just because of the controversy. With I think with with the controversy and just how deep wide wide receiver position is mm-hmm. right now. Uh, yeah. There's there's some positions that are really hard to pick. I think yeah. QB was a little easier. Yeah. But Once when you it start comes breaking it down, yeah, when it comes down to these wide receivers, halfbacks, and tight ends, man, yeah. it, it's really difficult. Yeah. Who'd you have a number two now? Right. My number two, I had Cooper Cup. Okay, I like it. I uh, didn't put him up in my top five, but it was one of them that I wanted to. Yeah, I know Cooper Cup during the Super Bowl run. Then during the last, during the whole game in general, he was he was crunch. But like especially during the last couple minutes, where it really started to hurt, and 
I know, obviously, in the, what's in the past is in the past, but looking at Cooper Cub... And is it Van Jefferson, uh, the other wideout up there in, in, in Los Angeles? Yeah, I believe it is. So, yeah, I think I think with having him... I'm, I believe that's who it is I'm thinking of. Um, there's another guy, too, that really stepped up last season that now I think Cooper Cup, because he didn't have a good year last year. I like that pick just because he didn't have a good year last year. I think he's the type of player that's going to try to bounce back. Mm -hmm. And I think also with the fact that, you know, the Rams just went through a lot last year. I think they went through a lot of injuries. Mm -hmm. Matthew Stafford's going to come out, and I think Matthew Stafford really wants to win a Super Bowl uh, again. And I think think because he knows – he knows that he's considered one of the one of the greats without having any Super Bowl rings other than this last one. That now, man, he just wants to get him get 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 a couple rings so I can be in that talk because mm-hmm. I think he knows he deserves it. Yeah, he does. Uh, and does. maybe he's not willing to, to admit it because he's such a humble guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I like I like Cooper Cup being put yeah. up there just because I think he's going to have a bounce back. Yeah. My number two is Jamar. Okay. You put him lower than I did. I like Jamar a lot. Yeah. I think Jamar des- deserves the respect. Uh, and he's just the type of player, I, seeing him live several times now, Lucky. he he is just the type of player that you're watching him. And, and I'm when, when I watch live games, uh, for, for people that, that come to games with me, so I'm, it might be an annoying thing about me, but I like to break down... I, I, I do this on things. TV, too, where I like to break down the game. He does. And if you watch a, a game live with me, I do it more so because I'm thinking, oh, watch this, watch this player. He's going to get it. And I like to I like to see how it breaks down because I I can see the number one option on before the place the play is going and I like doing that it's just it's just fun to kind of break that down mm-hmm. because I, I love playing Madden uh, and, I, and 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 I love I, I love the game of football so much that I love to do that and just kind of break it down as if as if I'm a, maybe a scout or a coach or something I guess I don't know I don't know what it is but I think it's just the the football brain in me likes to do that and watching Jamar I'll be like oh no there's no way he can he can squeeze through because you see how the defense is lined up and squeezing and pressing on his side there's no way he's going to be able to get across he's not going to be able to do it and somehow he'll rise up in whatever situation it is and get the ball there was a few critical moments where he did that in the ASC championship game where it was like how the heck does he come away with the ball when he's got two other guys hands on it and he still rips it out mm-hmm. so I think Jamar Chase number two definitely them. it, it kind of hurt not putting him at number one but I mean like I said it's fancy but I might re might re go through my list and think about my picks, but I mean, no, I, I don't, I don't disagree with your picks at all. I think you've got a, you've got a solid list too. Yeah, but going into number one, I had Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Okay, so you're gonna take the other, the, the, uh, uh, I guess other side of Tyreek Hill. So, mm-hmm. so I, I had Tyreek. You had Jalen. I think two really good options. Like Definitely. I said, I think, I think you should like when you bounce down to like wide receivers, there should be a top ten list Easily. because you're going to be able to add more uh, wide receivers than pretty much any position. If I'm thinking of it, because you're going to have two wide receivers in a slot. So, uh, I, I believe that's how most. I'm not really sure how our how our leagues are going to be broken up, but yeah, I, I, I like that a lot. Jalen Waddle is definitely one of them to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Josh, who's your number one? My number one was one that you had down further down the list. It's Jeff Justin Jefferson. I okay. think he's just that good. I I don't. I mean, I think everybody knew how good Justin Jefferson was and how you can you can double team him. His rookie year, you knew how good he was going to be. And 
I think he's just got a lot of potential to even grow. Mm-hmm. And knowing how good he is, uh, I think all of that doesn't matter. Uh, and he's going to be the guy to go to. And as much as you double team, I just I, I think the moment when I realized Justin Jefferson is better than I even realized was when uh, I think it was against the Colts, Colts when he had that amazing fourth down catch. Mm-hmm. Just how do you pull that down better than the OB, OBJ oh, catch? Yeah, I mean that that was the catch to beat. Now that is the greatest catch of all time, I think. Uh, and and the fact that he rips it away from a defender with one hand on it, uh, just yeah, absolutely nuts. Justin Jefferson, has, I think, has to be has to be the number one wide receiver in my opinion. Uh, that can be combated, and I, I think it's open for a debate. Uh, I think it's I think it's an easy debate. But Justin Jefferson's my number one. Let's move on to tight ends. I'll start us off with tight ends. Uh, my number five was TJ Hawkinson. Okay. Over with the Vikings now. I think the Lions should have never let him go. Nope. I like TJ Hawkinson. He's my number five tight end. A must-have tight end if you're if you're running down the list. Definitely. Um, funny thing, Ilo had the exact same thing as TJ Hawkinson. I know Kirk Cousins isn't used to necessarily throwing the tight ends. But he's gonna have to yeah, get he's used to have it this to now. year. <laughs> he's gonna have to because but. you're not gonna always be able to toss it up and hope that Justin Jefferson can rip it away from somebody. Mm-hmm. My number four was Darren Waller. I think Darren Waller is a phenomenal tight end as it is, and the fact that he went away from Las Vegas, I mean, you got Daniel Jones throwing to you now. So the fact that he's over with the Giants, I like Darren Waller even more than what I what I liked him before. So Darren Waller. He's up. He's up there. In my top five. Okay. He's he's one of those must-have tight ends for me. If you can't get my top three, right? But I'm not, I'm going to butcher his last name. My number four. I had Pat Fryermuth. Okay, Fryermuth. Yeah, Fryermuth. Yeah. Like I said, I knew I was going to butcher it, but that's that was one that was really hard for me not to put in my top five. Yeah, because I like Pat a lot. It's just I think he, if I remember right, I think he went through injuries. Because uh, I, I had him on my fantasy team last year, and he just kept on disappointing me. Yeah. And then I would put him on the bench, and he would have a good game. So I, <laughs> I, I think it was more or less I'm holding a grudge against him, so I didn't put him in my top five. Sounds like it. <laughs> but I like it though. Going to number three, Josh. Number three, I had George Kittle. It was hard for me not to put him up wow. higher. But that's just how much respect I have for my my top two tight ends. I think my top two tight ends are just the best in the league. Yeah. So George Kittle's my number three. There you go. My number three, I had Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's he's one that should be top five for me. Yeah. But it's just, when is he gonna have that breakout season? This but year. <laughs> th- yeah. I mean, according to you, it's gonna be this year. I like it. I I don't I don't disagree with it because I think he's got the potential to have that breakout year. Yeah, I just I know. don't know when that's gonna be. Um, sorry, I keep on fiddling with the mic, and it just keeps on keeps on working its way forward. I'd like for it to stay back on me. Number I'm going to have Josh. to fix that later. My number two, I'm going with the man, Andrews. Uh, Mark Andrews is always going to be top two for me, and the only man that he can be sitting behind is my number one, which I'm sure we can all guess who it's going to be, but we'll wait. Mm-hmm. Drum roll for no suspense. Yeah. But Mark Andrews, number two. I think Mark Andrews... If he's on that board, I'm gonna take him because he's a he's a for sure going to get you points kind of tight end, and Lamar Jackson loves him. If if you look at the Ravens this year, it's gonna be Mark Andrews number one, OBJ number two. That's basically how it's gonna be lined up. There you go. But who's your number two? George Kittle. 
George Kittle. Okay, I like it. Uh, I think George Kittle has to be up there. Mm -hmm. But that makes me believe that you didn't have Mark Andrews in your top five. Nope. And that he disappoints was my number me. Six. That disappoints me. Uh, I think you put him above. I think you have to put him above Kyle Pitts. But maybe Kyle Pitts has that breakout year where yeah. you're right. So we'll see. Again, this is predictions. Predictions are weird like that. Yep. So I like that. My number one. Take a guess. Mm. Travis Kansas Kelsey. City related. <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Yep. I assume you had the same number one. How'd you know? So yeah, I mean, I, I think it's impossible not to put Travis Kelsey up there number one. The touchdown streak that he had. Uh, and then just if you go watch him live oh, because man. you don't realize how much Travis Kelsey is doing until you see him live. Mm -hmm. And then not only that, understanding how Travis Kelsey's brain works because he used to be a quarterback in, in, in uh, high school. And so understanding that and understanding that he was a, a quarterback transitioned into, col in, uh, into tight end in yeah. college, you know how his brain is working to help Pat Mahomes out. He's constantly working on the field. He's constantly doing stuff. Yeah, a lot of that stuff isn't fantasy points related, but he's just he's he's going to get a touchdown every game. So just give him give him the ball. Yeah, uh, you know he's number one. Absolutely. I mean, he's if he's not number one in anybody's list, we're gonna question. Yeah, that. please. Uh, any kind of comment that you're gonna put in the in the comments, comment below. We love hearing them. Is Travis Kelsey not your number one? Because who's number one over Travis Kelsey? I could see an argument for maybe George Kittle, uh, possibly Mark Andrews, because Mark Andrews has those kinds of years. But who's your number one tight end if it's not Travis Kelsey? Mm -hmm. So I, I, I want to hear it because I really don't know who you mar who you mark better. But let's jump on to defenses. We're going to have to take it's the overall defenses. Defenses are very crucial because you have to have a defense that is not going to lose you points. That is that is mainly what you're looking at in a defense. You you want a defense that can at least break even for you or give you 10 points. Uh, you're not really looking for a defense that's going to go out there and score 30 points or anything, but just, just don't lose me points. Uh, so who did you have at your number five defense? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Okay, I like that. Um, I didn't have them in my top five. But wow. I like them. I like them. I think I didn't have them on my top five because they lost Jesse Bates. Yeah. And we keep on talking about this too. Who is the other one that they lost in the secondary? I keep thinking Eli Apple. I know it's it wasn't. Not. It wasn't Apple because that's um, who I wanted them to lose. But it was Jesse Bates. And I can see his. Can't think of a number. I can see his face. I can't think of the number. Because I get, the, I get they're also not so close in in numbers. It's like 31, 32, 34. Like I can't ever remember all their all their numbers on defense back there. Thirty five, they're all they're all like right there in the thirties. But I'm they they, they lost one. We'll, we'll we'll think about it and we'll we'll make sure to mark it down on our brains because I think there's there was one that went to Miami, uh, and I think that's the one I'm forgetting. Unless Jesse Bates went to Miami, but anyways. That's the only reason why I didn't have them up there, just because that secondary worries me. Mm -hmm. Who's going to step in place? Because Eli Apple needs to figure it out. Yeah. Um, he's needed to figure it out for the last Quick. couple of years. My number five was Pittsburgh. Uh, okay. I don't think you can you can put Pittsburgh out of your top five in defenses any year. They're always going to be a defensive team, a really good defensive team. When they've got T.J. Watt, uh, they're gonna they're gonna have guys to surround him. Uh, you're, um, why am I drawing a blank too? Minka Fitzpatrick, oh, okay. uh, another phenomenal. They, 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 I, I kind of want to put Pittsburgh higher just because I know that having uh, 
why am I drawing a blank on their coach's name now too? For Mike Tomlinson. Mike Tomlinson. Yeah. yeah. So when you're having Mike Mike Tomlinson as a as a head coach, you're going to be a defensive team. But who's your number four defense? My number four, I had the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. I like that. Uh, I was debating to put them in the top five, but I think I swapped them out for Pittsburgh if I remember right. Okay. So I was like, no, I got to put I got to put Pittsburgh in. But Buffalo is another one. They're returning Von Miller. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a they're going to be a, a force to reckon with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I like that. Uh, my number, number four? four was Casey. I'm going to put Kansas City up there just because I think they're a team that you don't really think about them being a defensive team, mm-hmm. but they're they're a defense that thrives on how good the offense is. Definitely. So I put Casey at my number four. There you go. Um, for my number three, actually, actually, who I had was Kansas City for okay. going into my number three. It's a big thing. They feed off of that energy from the offense, and they just got to – they got to stick to the game, then be smart, don't cause little itty-bitty penalties that's going to bite you in the kisser. But, I mean, it, you just got to stay strong and stay smart is the big thing. But, Josh, who'd you have at number three? My number three was the Dallas Cowboys. I think when you've got Micah Parsons back there, uh, and uh, is it – I'm getting it confused because I know there's a lot of digs. Is it Quandre digs Qu- yeah, that's Quandre. On, on the Cowboys? Because I, uh, I think it's Xander Diggs. Xander Diggs. Is he was up with Seattle, I think. I'm trying to think. Uh, I think he was with Seattle, but I'm pretty sure it's Quandre Diggs with, with the, the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. But Diggs, whoever it is over there, uh, you, you've got a really strong, uh, really strong case. And then, of course, you've got Demarcus Lawrence, I believe, is still with the Cowboys. Yep. Uh, so I just you're, you've got it. you've got a monster. I, I wouldn't be surprised Even to see Vander more Rush people too. put them at number one, too. So yeah. uh, I, I got Dallas at number three. Okay, that's interesting. For my number two, at Philly. Philly, okay. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I had Philly on my list. But, They're up there. Yeah. But my number two was San Fran. Oh. It was tough. They should be number one. Is that who you had at number one? Yep. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, I like that. So, mine was Philly at number one. Okay. Uh, so, I've, I've got Philly at number one, San Fran at number two. Again, I think it's just that kind of a defense that is is thriving off how good the offense is at setting them up in good position. Uh, and you saw that a lot last year. Definitely. So I, I put Philly up at number one just because I think they're they're my they're my Super Bowl pick this year. I I, I really want the I, I want them to win it, and I also believe in them to win it. So I I think that they're just that good. Yeah. So Philly at number one, San Fran at number two. You had San Fran at number one, Philly at number two. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot because San Fran's a really good defense. They were the best defense in the league. Yeah. But uh, losing uh uh. Crap! Uh, I'm gonna lose his name. He went to to Houston. Um, uh, D'Amico Ryan. D'Amico Ryan's, yeah. D'Amico Ryan's losing him. Man, all these all these names. It's early in the morning, guys. This is our yeah. first first episode. It's getting 9:56 back. Six in the morning. Uh, and just so everybody knows, eight thirty every Saturday. Make sure to tune in every morning, every Saturday morning at eight thirty. We're gonna be doing this for the rest of the the Saturdays leading up to and through college football season. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna be get diving into college football starting next week. We didn't have uh, Blake or Britton on with us this morning, so we wanted to start off with some some fantasy football, get this out of the way, and get our top fives in there. But make sure to tune in eight thirty every Saturday morning. We're going to have our uh, it's going to be our Saturday specials until we get into college football season. It's going to be rising in the morning, so we're going to be rising in the morning to get our college football's day started off right. But yeah, there's our defense. Let's jump down to kickers. Kickers are another very crucial. 
part because that could be the deciding factor, really. I feel like defense and kickers are those ones that they're not going to get you a lot of points, but they're going to get you get you enough to like if you're in a tight race, they can really matter. Uh, mm-hmm. They can they can put a lot of stress on you. Definitely. My number five was Daniel Daniel Carlson over with the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I like him a lot. I think the I think the Raiders are also going going to be thriving on their kicker this year just because they don't have. A great offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo going over there. Uh, Derek Carr leaving. So uh, I guess Jimmy Carr actually fits his name pretty pretty accurately. Yeah. So, <laughs> but Jimmy Garoppolo going over there. I don't have a whole lot of faith in that offense doing a whole lot to put it in the end zone. So I think they're going to have to rely on Daniel Carlson to put it up through the uprights. Yeah. For my number five, it kind of hurt. I had Money Mac at Evan McPherson. Okay. I, I, I have him on my, on my list. Yeah. I, I like him up there in the top five. I think he's one of those that you've got to look at. Mm-hmm. So having him, I think I think it's a respectable position to put him at number five. Yeah, definitely. Top five kickers are, that's that's a that's a, an elite, an elite like, group. Like, top five anything is an elite group. So A lot of people forget about the kickers, but Josh, who'd you have number four? Number four, I have Tyler Bass from Buffalo. Really? Uh, he's another guy. I think Buffalo is going to score enough touchdowns where you're going to have those one-pointers, but then you're also going to have those those moments where they're going to march it down the field and need him to, to kick it through for a three-pointer as well. Mm-hmm. That'll be That's going to be good. For my number four, I had, what's his name from Atlanta? Young, young Ho-Ku? Okay. Yeah. Uh, young Young Hoko or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. I know who you're talking about. Like, uh, is, that, is that the Chargers? Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, um, no. Th- yeah. I, I I wanted to put the Chargers kicker on too, but I don't think I did. He was. I was uh, tempted. That was him. that was another one that I wanted to put up here. Uh, and I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on his name, but another one to be to, to look at mm-hmm. if you're if you're needing to look through kickers. For my number three, I actually had Evan McPherson. I put him up at number three. He had a down season last year. Yeah. But it hurts. He is such a good kicker. I think he's going to bounce back. I don't expect that to happen to him again next year. So he's he's going to be good for next year. He's he's yeah. going to make it work. Yeah, I my really, number three. I really do hope so. My number three. I had Tyler Bass. Okay, so you you put Tyler Bass up there, number three. I mm-hmm. like that. I think he's a he's going to be a reliable kicker. Definitely, it's going to be crucial for Buffalo. Like you said, they're going to be scoring enough points yep. where it's going to be just simple chip shot. Like I wish it was for us for golf. But um, it's definitely going to be fun. But going into it, number two. So, yeah, when, when you're talking with, with uh, Bass, I think, uh, you know, just overall when you're looking at kickers, when you're trying to decide who your kicker is for your fantasy team, the things to think about, you want teams that are going to score a lot of points because that means their their field goal kicker is going to be up scoring those one-pointers for you, mm-hmm. uh, getting that extra point. If you're in a league that scores it that way, I've always been in leagues that score it that way. I think that's the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Just give you one and three. Uh, I, I, I don't see a more fair way to do that. But you also, uh, especially if you if you get kickers that are going to give, if you're in a league that kickers get extra points for uh, 25 yards and 35 yards out, you know, if you get a longer kick, maybe you get extra points for that. Uh, then you're starting to look at kickers that can make those long kicks. So that's kind of another reason why I have my top two the way they are. Uh, and then also another thing is just a reliable kicker. You, you don't necessarily need to look at a kicker who the offense is going to be scoring a lot or anything like that or getting them in a position, but I think you look for a kicker who is just consistent. Mm-hmm. If you put it through the uprights every time that you're up, 
you're going to get me consistent points, and that's all I need from you. Yep. So that's why my top my top three my, my top five were just consistent kickers. My top two were in those first two. I need a I need an offense that's going to score, right. and I also need a guy that's going to be able to kick it a yep. long distance. That's why I put Harrison Butker at my number two. He's a guy that you're you're going to get a lot of one pointers from extra points, but you're also going to be able to kick it pretty far. So yeah. uh, we, we've seen that time and time again from Harrison Butker. He's going to be able to kick it very, very far. He could probably kick your Butker. So oh yeah, definitely. Uh, let's <laughs> definitely. Let's see who your number two is. Harrison Butker. Okay, I like it. So number one, then I'm going to assume we might have the same guy. We've been pretty good doing this. Do we want to say it on three? Sure. I've got okay. Justin Tucker. Yep, I had Justin okay. Tucker as well. Justin Tucker. Again, a, 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 an offense that has the potential to score a lot. At the very least, an offense that may struggle this season to get it in the end zone, but they're going to get you into the the position you where you nice. can you, where you can kick up a, a you know a good three point field goal. Yep. But also, when you think of Justin Tucker, you think of the leg itself, mm-hmm. the leg that doesn't quit, no. the leg that now holds the controversial record. record. Because maybe he shouldn't have had that opportunity to kick it, but we're not going to talk about that. He holds the record. What was the record again, Josh? I don't remember. Fifty-three. I thought it was in the sixties. Oh no, yeah, it would have been sixty-three. 67. I thought it was sixty-seven. Might have been sixty-seven. I don't remember what I it is. Say it was I think the re- I think the record before was sixty-three, and he broke it at sixty-seven. Yeah. But regardless, it was past the past the fifty-yard mark. Yeah. So yeah, because I wasn't I wasn't thinking uh, you got 10, 10 yards to add onto the to the end zone too. So mm-hmm. yeah, Justin Tucker's got to be your number one pick for. Uh, the kicker to, to choose. If you're going to look for a kicker, I think you, you got to look at Justin Tucker. Yep. Harrison Bucker right up there with him too. Mm-hmm. There's sure. a lot of other ones. I think you you look around the league and, and and you really can't go wrong with a lot of the kickers that were up there, maybe in the top 10. So if you're looking for a kicker, uh, I think this is a really good top five that we put together on both of our lists. Absolutely. But that's pretty much all we've got for our top fives. Hopefully this helps you guys out in your fantasy football leagues. Again, don't rely on us, but uh, you can you can take our suggestions. I, I think I think overall looking at it, I feel like we're pretty smart when it comes to football. I think uh, we, we picked pretty smart decisions, and I feel like we didn't go too far out of the mainstream uh, other than maybe Isaiah Pacheco up at number two for running backs. But who knows? Maybe that's the place to, to, to pick it. And maybe Kyle Pitts is going to have that breakout year. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can trust that pick. There might be some that you can question, but I think overall we, we made a pretty good list uh, for both of us. Uh, we had some different lists, some guys that we didn't put on uh, with each other, but that's a good thing. That's a good thing to kind of widen it up. And it also kind of gives me an idea Span the for, for, yeah, to, to kind of take a look at, I'm going to have to take, take these lists down and have them ready to go when it comes to draft time. We hope that you guys have a good year in your fantasy football uh, leagues this year. Have a good draft. Make sure you pick the right people. Don't let it auto draft for you. Make mm-hmm. sure you show up for your draft. If you're busy that day, Make time, all right? Stop stop dilly-daddling around. I don't know what you're thinking going to a wedding on fantasy football draft day. You can skip the wedding or stand up there if you're in the wedding. You're looking at the draft board and making your picks. I don't care what it takes. Football is more important than holy matrimony. I don't care what the case may be. Make sure you're getting on your fantasy football draft and picking the best team to win, especially if your team if your league is putting any kind of money in it mm-hmm. because you want to win that money. Money's All money. right, money, money, money. 
But anyways, we appreciate everybody for watching, for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so that you know when we're live. Uh, again, make sure to tune in every Saturday at 8.30 in the morning Central Time. We're going to be joining you live for our Saturday specials leading up to, to college football season. We're going to be getting into the previews for each Power 5 conference here in the next five weeks. Mm-hmm. I think that's all we have left is five weeks, if I remember yeah. right. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, guys. We're going to have to jump into each conference. We're going to have a lot to talk about. So make sure to tune in again every Saturday morning at 8.30 p.m. or 8.30 a.m. Central Time. So 8.30, that way way we can also, whenever we get to college football season, we're going to be keeping on that same schedule. So that way we can be on before the college game day, all that kind of stuff too. So make sure to tune in with us. Join us live. We want to see you guys in the live comments. We want this to blow up this year. We want to have a lot of fun with college football season coming up. So make sure to join us. We thank you all so much for all your support. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, give us a five-star review. That is the best way to help us out. And you can also follow us on social media. We thanks uh, again for all of your support. We've been growing a lot. I think we're over 25, yeah. uh, 2,500 subscribers on YouTube. So it's, it's a thanks huge thanks to you guys. guys. And we're, we're starting to, uh, you know, really, really hit the ground running. So keep on going with it. Keep on spreading the word for us. Thanks so much. And until next time.